सहनावतु सहनावुनक्तु सहवीर्यं करवावहै तेजस्विनावधीतमस्तुमा विद्विषावहै ओम शांति 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 ओम पूर्णमदा पूर्णमिदं पूर्णात् पूर्णमुदच्छदे पूर्णस्य पूर्णमादाय पूर्णमेवावशिष्यदे ओम शांति 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 ओम आहप्यायन्तुममांगाणि वाक्प्राणश्चक्षुश्रोत्रन बलमिंद्रियाणि च सर्वाणि सर्वं ब्रह्मोपनिषदं माहं ब्रह्मनिराकुर्यां मामाब्रह्मनिराकरोद अनिराकरणमस्त्वनिराकरणं मे अस्तु तदात्मनि निरतेय उपनिषत्सु धर्मास्ते मै संतु ते मै संतु ओम शांति 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 श्रुति स्मृति पुराणानाम आलयं करुणालयं नमामि भगवत् पादं शंकरं लोकशंकरं शंकरं शंकराचार्यं केशवं बादरायणं सूत्रभाष्यकृतौ वन्दे भगवन्तौ पुनः पुनः ईश्वरो गुरुरात्मेति मूर्तिभेदविभागिने व्योमवत्व्याप्तदेहाय दक्षिणामूर्तये नमः ओमित्येतदक्षरमुद्गीतमुपासित ओमित्युद्गायते तस्योपव्याख्यानम् Page 423 एतान कामान पश्चन रमते ये एते ब्रह्मलोके अथा योगेदा तब मैंने नोज इधम मनवानी थी लेट मी थिंक दिस सात्मा दैट इज आत्मा सो दिस इज वन सेक्शन इज ओवर Mahasekara said, Athayo Veda idam manvaniti mananavyaparam indi asamsprashtam kevalam manvaniti. So one who thinks, knows or aware that 
And just think, thinking that is not derived from any sense activity, just thinking is just purely a mental activity. So that is atma, manana, manaha, the mind is meant for mananam, for thinking. So Vashakara said, Yoveda Sātmā Ityam Saratra Prayogāt. Everywhere, Yoveda Idam Jigraṇeti, Yoveda Idam Vivyāharāneti, Yoveda Idam Shunavāneti, Yuvmanavāneti. Yoveda, Yoveda, one knows, one knows, or one is aware. Even though it says one knows, that's the closest you can describe. But in fact, knowing also is not an activity on the part of Atma. Meaning that, that knowing is different from jigrani, from let me smell, abhivyaharani, let me speak, and shumavani, let me hear, let me think. That knowing is different from all these activities. So knowing that is involved in all these activities, which is simply eliminating these activities. So these are all states of mind. Let me think, let me smell, let me speak, utter. All of these are the modes of the mind. So that involves, let me think, the karta, the agent of thinking is involved. Thinking which is a state of mind, so karta, karanam, karma, all of these are yo veda, one who knows all of this. So one who knows the smeller, the object of smell, the smelling, so one who illumines the, the karta, karma, karanam, he is necessarily different from all of them. So it's just simple consciousness. So Vedanam Asya Avagamyade. So actual thinking, actual smelling, etc. belongs to the karta, to the ahankara. And the one that eliminates even that also is simply the illuminator. Yathayaf Purasat Prakashayati Sadhitya. Just as one who illumines in the front is the sun, you have Dakshinataha on the right, who illumines at the back, on the left, above, etc. So when they say that is Aditya, that is Aditya, that is Aditya, that is Aditya, that is Aditya. Meaning that as far as Aditya is concerned, the frontness, the backness, the rightness, leftness, etc. are not there in Aditya. Simply illumines whatever there is. So from that we understand. Because Aditya the sun illumines everything without any reservation, without any condition. So is the unconditional illuminator. This is what we understand. Darshanadi kriya nirutyarthanidu chakshura adhikaranani. So real knowing in that sense is only in Atma. Not that Atma is the agent of knowing, but then without Atma, which is consciousness or samvit, no knowing or no activity can take place. 
So in that sense, his sense organs such as eye, etc., they become instruments in creating their respective thoughts pertaining to colors and forms and sounds, etc., which are then illumined or known. And so, therefore, knowing does not take place at the level of sense organs. But they are still required. For specific knowledge to take place, you require sense organs. That's all the rule is. So not, there is no knowing at the level of sense organs. They only create the respective vrittis. Idam chasya atmanaha samarathya avagamyate. So the Tikagara said in the line 35, Kincha Atmanaha Avikriya Seva Sataha Sannidana Satyeva Atmanaha Avikriya Seva Atma which is free from all vikriyas or modifications or change. Atma that is changeless in nature. <coughs> Sataha Sannidana Sati avikriyasa eva sata atma that is changeless by nature sannidhana sati eva only when sannidhanam the presence of atma is there then only vedyasya prakasati ityadi vyavahare ugyatvat so whatever is to be known such as color, form etc that it is known, that it is illumined. So when does the color or form get illumined? When does the sound get illumined? Vedya means the object of knowledge. When does it get illumined? Only when there is the ultimate illuminator, which is the self, which is consciousness. So even though there is no act of illumination on the part of the self, there is no sankalpa or will on the part of Atma also to illumine. And still, without Atma, nothing gets illumined. Just as there is no will on the part of the sun to illumine. There is no act of illumination on the part of sun. And still, without the sun, nothing can get illumined also. <coughs> Similarly, even though Atma is so, avikriyasya it is changeless, no sankalva, no activity. And still, only when sannidhanam, when there is the presence of the Atma, vedyasya prakashate, then only that vedya, shabda, sparsha, rupa, rasa, gandha, prakashate, they get illumined. So, Atma illumines the mind, mind illumines the sense organs, they illumines the sense objects, etc. Ityadi vyavahara yogyatvat anyathasa ayogyatvat If the presence of Atma is not there, then vyavahara prakasate does not take place. Although, you know, there cannot be a condition where Atma is not anyway, but still, I guess all you can say is in deep sleep state, 
Atma, of course, shines, but these other fellows are not there. So, Prakasa, the Vyavahara doesn't take place. But, Anyathasa Ayogyatvat, if Atma's Sannidhi is not there, then Prakasa, the Vyavahara doesn't take place. How can Atma's Sannidhi not be there? But this is just in case. You can imagine, which you cannot. Tavanamatrena Atmana Kartvatvukcharayati Veda that Atma, the one who knows his Atma. So knows means then, it implies that Atma knows. Means what? Atma is the agent of knowing. <coughs> that's what is implied there. But then that's why you would apply that Pratyaya, which implies a sense of doership on the part of Atma. But any any uh, word that you use, you will apply the Pratyaya. So why do you say Veda? Why don't you say something else? What did you say? For a word to be used in a sentence, you will apply the suffix. Here the suffix thing, which gives rise to Vekti or Veda. So that is for Sadhu Prayoga. And so Sadhutvartameva Prayoga Otherwise, Shabda Sadhutvam would not be, otherwise that would not be an appropriate word or appropriate use of the word. Therefore, alone, that Pratyaya is applied. So, only in a figurative sense. Vedantya will say, Aupadhi Kadaya. Because Upadhi of the mind and sense organs, the Atma gets the designation of knower. Sankhya say, in a figurative sense, we say that Atma is knower. But in any case, Knowingness is not the true nature of Atma. <coughs> you know this, so Kartaratva Upachara, so Upacharika. <coughs> so, Vashyakarana said, Idamchasya Atmana Samarthya Avagamyade. Looking at the nature of Atma, looking at the activities, you look like there is someone who impairs the activities. Yasya Sannadi Matrena. Dehendriya manodhya vyapareshu svakeshu vartande preridhaiva. So when you look at simply activities eyes and ears, etc., looks like that they are prompted by somebody to go and see this and listen to that and etc. So all these sense organs appear to be prerita, prompted by somebody, impaired by somebody. So, Prerita Iva, yes, a Sannidhi Matrena. All that you require is Sannidhi, mere presence of the consciousness. And automatically the mind gets enlivened and starts performing activities. But no Sankalpa or any change in the part of Atma. In short, Atma doesn't even know this is happening. It just, it is. Like the rope may not know that there are snakes and stuff like that. In his presence only the snake appears and mala may appear and garland may appear. <coughs> so, Atmana Samartya Avagamyate. Looking at the nature of Atma, that it's only in a figurative sense or only Adhyasika Sambandha by superimposition that Atma is called Nova. <coughs> Atma being purely consciousness, there cannot be 
movements in a primary sense. <coughs> okay. Again, Anandagiri says in 916, If Atma is Samvit or just consciousness, then again, how even the verb Atma knows, so Kartrutva Vyapadeshena, Vyapadesha, Silvai, the Atma called him knower, when you say he knows, the one who knows is Atma. So Vasekara says, Atmanahiti. Although we already read that here. Huh? Meaning that earlier sentence, idam ca asya atmana samachyada gammete, that itself is explained by Vasekara. Atmanah sattamatra eva jnanakartutvam natu vyaprutataya Satta-mātra-eva-prakāsa-kartrittvam-natu-vyāpruta-taya-idhi-tadvata-yam. Also, that's why he said, the sannidhāne satyeva. So, it's all that is required in satta or just the presence of ātmā. Jñāna-kartrittvam, that ātmā is called the knower, in a figurative sense is because ātmā is present, and therefore the knowing must has to go someplace. Because knowledge takes place. See, knowledge of colors and forms takes place. Knowledge of sounds takes place. Knowledge of thoughts takes place. So some must, no one must be there. So ultimately, Atma is called the knower. But here it is the presence of Atma that this knowing takes place. Nitu Vyapurtataya. Vyapara means activity. Vyapara means act. It's act. But it's not any activity in the part of Atma that the knowing takes place. It is just by the presence of Atma. Yatha Savituhu Sattamatreva Prakasakartrittvam. Similarly also, just as in case of the sun, it is merely the presence of sun that is called the illuminator. Not that there is any act of illumination on the part of the sun. Natu Vyapachatayayati Tabdat in that manner. So, Bhashyakana has explained, Asayo Veda Idam Manvaneti Saatma. To this point, Bhashyakana has explained. Now, Manosya Daivam, the passage says, Manasya Daivam Chakshu. Yesterday we read this, that of this wise person, the mind is the divine eye. 
activity involved there also. All that requires seeing. The wise person simply sees or experiences all these things and that itself is, he revels in them. How? Daivena Chakshusha. By this divine eye, he sees all these objects of pleasure and revels. Meaning that his reveling is of the nature of seeing. That's all it is. No reveling activities involved there. What are those kama? Ye ete brahmaloke. Those kamas are objects of pleasure which are in brahmaloka. This brahmaloka is only hudayakasa. So in the dhara vidya, brahmaloka is the heart, which is where, which is the lok- locus of brahman or atma in the deep sleep state. So all those meaning that all the objects of pleasure are right there. Where are they in our own heart? All ananda is there, therefore we don't have to go anywhere else. Other people, ignorant people go into the world to experience those objects of pleasure, but this wise person gets them right there with his own self. And so all he needs is to see in his own heart the objects of pleasure, and that's his enjoyment. Then it will explain how come if they are in the heart, then how come other people do not experience them? Because they are covered, they are veiled. By false knowledge all these are veiled. The wise person has true knowledge so that veil of ignorance is removed and he experiences what is, is there. So now Vashyakara proceeds to explain this part. Anandagiri says in line 17, Ye akshini ityadi vakyam prapanchadam You see this vakya, Ye esha akshani purusho drishyade esha atma that Vakya has been explained by Prajapati in all these passages, by the way. By the Upadesha of the Vaikar, Dreamer, Deep Sleeper and Turiya. And subsequently discussion of or discussion of the wise person. Because it is said, Sarvam Chalukanapnudi Sarvam Shekavan. Yes, Tamatman Anavidya Vijanadeti. To say it earlier. Having known and realizes the Atma, he attains all the loka and all the world and all the desirable objects. So you have to describe how he attains all the worlds and all desirable objects. And so that is why the last passage, passage were described. <coughs> Particularly, 
statement describing phalam or the result of result that the wise person attains. <coughs> Indriyantrebya manasa vailakshanyam darshayati. So now Shruti proceeds to explain that wise person experiences various pleasures, but not through sense organs. Just as ordinary people experience shabdas, parsha, etc. through respective sense organs, that may require a lot of effort. But here wise person experiences all of them without the agency of sense organs, only through the mind. Therefore his mind is not an ordinary mind. His mind is divine mind, you can say. That's what Upanishad says. <coughs> So, Indriyantarebhya manasa vailakshanyam darshayati. How the mind is different from other sense organs. Manavasayati. We are going to the Ladika, line 37. Darshanaya chakshuvityadina. Darshanadi tattabhyaparamatra karatamatra muktam. Itareshaṁ. So, darshanāya cakṣu. Then, grānāya, what is it? Uh, darshanāya cakṣu and then... Uh, Grindhā. So, grindhāya, grāṇam, etc. Abhivyāhāraya, vāt. So, in that, that, so, Darshanaya Chakshu. Chakshu only performs one act, namely Darshanam, seeing. Gandhaya Granam. Granam, organ of smell, performs only one action, namely smelling. And so, Tattad Vyavaramatra Kratvamatra Muktam Itaresham. Each sense organ was described as performing only one action. Revealing one particular object. Eyes only reveal the color and form and ears reveal only the sound, etc. Tattam vyāpāramātra kratvamātram That kranam or instruments only in terms of revealing those respective objects only and nothing more. Ears cannot do more than revealing or eliminating the colors and forms. That's the idea. Manasastu nevam, but that's not the case with the mind. Manavyaparamatra karatvam, although Upanishad did say here, you know, what is it? That so yev evam veda ilam manvani sa atma, that's all it is saying. So, mananaya manaha, he did not say that the mind performs not only mananam, but mind performs all the action of seeing, hearing, thinking also is involved with every sense organ of action, perception and action. Manasastu nevam manam vyaparamatra karanatvam. 
That is, every sense organ was merely a means of revealing the respective object. The mind is not confined to just thinking, but then sarva-vyāpāra-śvaiti, mind is involved in every other activity of seeing, hearing, activities of organs of perception, as well as organs of action, everywhere the mind is involved. Iti vaktum tasya divyatma muktam. In that sense, mind is distinct, enjoys a distinction from other sense organs, and therefore mind is called the divine organ. Others are the worldly organs, this is a divine organ. Vidushaha vakshinana kamacharam prati hetuttu upavadanatham tasya saraveshu lokeshu kamacharo bhavati. There is another explanation, you know, result. Tasya saraveshu lokeshu kamacharo bhavati. Earlier it was said that for this wise person who has realized Sakuna Brahma, Sarveshu Lokeshu Kamachara Mahati. He is a freedom of movement in all the worlds. So Vakshimana Kamacharam. What it means is described here. What is meant by so Sarvam Shalokanapnodi Sarvam Shakaman. That is what is meant by Sarveshu Lokeshu Kamachara Mahati. So how come the wise person is able to have the freedom to move about in all the world and enjoy any desirable objects of play because of mind? Meaning he enjoys them through mind and not through sense organs. If he enjoys them through sense organs, then the enjoyment is restricted. But because mind is involved in every sense organ, therefore with mind there is no restriction. So, Vakshimana Kamacharam Prati Hetutupadanatham. Then this mind becomes Hetu. The reason for enabling the wise person to experience all the sense objects. For that, Upanishad says, Manasto Astya Devam Chakshu. That mind is the divine eye. It evaporated. So, the purpose of the Upanishad saying that mana, the mind, is the divine eye, is to explain how the wise person has freedom of movement in all the worlds with reference to all the objects because he experiences them to the mind and not through sense organs. And therefore the mind is a special agency. <coughs> so Mahasyagara says, Manaha Asyat Manaha Devam Aprakritam Idarendriyehe Asadharanam Chakshuhu Chaste Pashyade Anenaidehe Chakshuhu Manaha Asya of this one, mind is the divine of which one? Atmana. Mind is the divine eye of Atma. Even a prakritam. Prakritam is natural, meaning that is created from this natural element, this is unnatural, supernatural. 
इतरे इंद्रिय असाधारण चक्षु मैं Something that is quite different from other sense organs. <coughs> so, chaste anenedi chakshu or paschati anenedi chakshu. The word chakshu is different. Chaksh, chaste, one who sees. With that, with that, with which one sees is called chakshu. So, Tikakara says in last line, paschati anenedi jana jananayati. So Bhastaka has said, mind is called chakshu because with chakshu, with that mind he sees everything. But this seeing is not similar to seeing to the eyes. His seeing means knowing. So Pashyati means janate, he knows everything to the mind. Therefore, mind is the eye. So Siddhanthasya Chakshutvepi Kuto Devatva Midasankya. All right, let us say that mind is the eye, is eye, Chakshu. What makes divine Chakshu? So, Bhashyaka explains. Vartmana Kala Vishayani Chaha Indriyani Indriyani Ataha Adaivanitani Manastu Trikara Vishyopadikaranam Murudita Doshamcha Sukshma Vyavahitari Saropadikaranamcha Iti Devam Chakshu Uchade See, Vartamana Kala Vishayana is Indriyani. See, sense organs, eyes, can see what is, what is now, that's all. Eyes cannot see what was here a moment ago, nor can it see what will come after a moment. Otherwise, these fellows were a nice time, you know, all the, the detectives. They, they don't know what happened here. If eyes could see what has gone by, and they could see the crime and everything in front of them. Or they could create a camera, that I think they are trying to create anyway, cameras which can perhaps take picture of what has happened, assuming that some kind of an event leaves its impressions or vibrations. And if you can catch those vibrations, then you can perhaps, I don't know, get the picture. So they are hoping that someday they will be able to get the picture of Lord Krishna and Arjuna, you know. Go back to all those years from a few seconds to stretch out and you'll see them, you know, the dialogue you can hear yourself. So, anyway, this is what I heard some time ago. <coughs> but then sense organs can only see or, or perceive what is, that's all. Atara adaivani tani, there are not divine, they are only what? Natural or they are worldly, that's what they are. Manastu trikara vishaya upalabdhikaranam Whereas mind can know what was, what is, what will be. See, for example, eyes will see the rock. The mind will find 
from the character of the rock that this is two thousand years old and five thousand years old and million years old. When you find all those, uh, you know, dinosaurs and remains of those dinosaurs, then say this must be so many th- million years old or whatever. Where do you see in the mind? I only show you that thing, you see. But the mind sees what was in the past. Similarly, mind will see what will be in the future. So when they are making, for example, a uh, a rocket or a spacecraft, then they will see what will happen when you release the spacecraft and what will happen at every stage and how it will go around, round this and then land on the moon, etc. All of this will happen in future. But they see and accordingly plan and so devise things. So mind can see what will happen in future. Mind can see what was in the past. Of course mind can see what is in the present. So upalabdhikaram muruditudosham the mind can be there which can be completely clean or, you know, made free from all the dosha, the defects. Meaning that kama, krodha, loga, all of these are dosha, the blemishes in the mind, but the mind can be made completely free from blemish. In which case, its perception will be very clear. Sukshma, vyavahitari, saroparabdhikaranam cha. Mind can see something very subtle. No, for example, mind can see the atoms and subatomic particles and stuff. Eyes cannot see them. So mind can see them through, of course, inference or whatever kind of instruments they have. Eyes cannot see them. Sukshma. Very something very subtle or very small or minute also the mind can see. With, of course, the, uh, the microscopes and things like that. Vyavahitari, it can see what is far away. You can see in the television what is happening in Australia and stuff like that. All of this is the mind. I only see what is there in the screen. But mind knows that this is going on in Australia or in London or someplace. And of course the yogi's mind can see what are the past and present and future and what's in your mind and stuff like that. So, Vyavahitari Sarovalabdhikaranancha. Thus, if the mind is really developed well, it can become the instrument for perceiving or knowing the past, present, future. Something that is very minute, something which is far away, remote from us, remote, all of these, mind has the capacity to know. Devam Chakshu Uchade. For that reason, the mind is called the divine eye.
ये टीका करा सहज इन लाइन नाइनटीन एवं अक्षणे दृश्यत्वम लैंगिक दर्शन चक्षुराले त्रिपुटी साक्षित्वेन एवं अक्षणी दृश्यत्वम ऑल ऑफ दिस एक्सप्लेनेशन द वाक्य अक्षणी पुरुषो दृश्यते द पुरुष आत्मा दर सीन इन द आई हाउ डू यू सी इन द आई बाय इन्फ्रेंस so all of this description we earlier upon that study told us evameva ayam asmin sharire prana yuktah so it is by inference that we know in the eyes you know the atma that eyes are able to see the prana is able to act do all these activities even though prana is inert or insensitive that means that it, it, it in fact implies the presence of a conscious being so just as a bullock etc is harnessed to a car so also prana is harnessed to this body which is like a chariot and prana is appointed by atma or ishvara to perform all activities on his behalf but the prana being insentient is active so it implies that there must be a conscious being who is who impels the activity so there is all from the activities of prana which is all activities of knowledge as well as action all of these are taking place in this body mind sense complex itself becomes linga or the ground of inference for chaitanya or conscious being without atma all this cannot take place so even though it is said that the atma that is seen in the eye atma is seen only in the eye of inference and not eye in terms of the perception you can't perceive up atma in the eyes but from the eyes you can see that hey eyes are functioning mind is functioning prana is functioning that presupposes a conscious being that's how you understand that atma is so let's go on lingika darshanena so one way is to show how atma you can see to linger or to evidence that all these insentient entities are active that presupposes the presence of atma who is consciousness chakshuradi tripudi sakshitvena cha so ya evam vela jigranayati gandhaya ghranam so gandha is there ghranam is there jigrana is there may i smell gandha is what the object of smell gandha hai ghrana ghrana is the karana so karana karma karta all the three are involved ye evam vera vanu says vanu knows mean atma is presented there as the witness of this tripudi so chakshuradi tripudi sakshitvena in these two manners 
Atma explains how you can see the Atma in your mind's eye. First through inference and second also as the very eliminator of this tripodi. Iti upapadya. So by reasoning, you know, the Upanishad then showed how to see Atma. Because that is what Prajapati said in the beginning. That the Atma that is seen in the eye. How do you see the Atma in the eye? In these two manner. Either through inference or as a witness of the Stripoti. Then Sarvaloka Sarvakam Avapti Falancha. So Sarvam Shalokan Atmodi Sarvam Shikaman. Sarveshulokeju Kamacharo Bhavati, etc. Satatra Pariyadi, Jakshakridan Ramana, Sri Virvaya, all of this is now to be explained. And so, Sarvaloka Sarvakama Avakti Phalamcha, that this wise person attain the phalam or the result in terms of Sarvaloka Avakti, attainment of all the lokas or realms. Sarvakama, attainment or experiencing of all the objects of pleasure. <coughs> How does he do that? Sarmatmatvena. How can he go about experiencing all these things? Endless. He cannot go to one loka after the other, one or vishaya after the other. How does he do that? How does he attain all the lokas and all the objects of pleasure? How can it be? He says, Sarvatmatvena. As a self of all, that means that whoever experiences anything is experienced by him. He is Sarvatma. So now he has attained the state of Sarvatma. I am the self of all. That's the knowledge. Sarvasakshitvamevayati. What is meant by Sarvatma is, he is Sarvasakshi. He is a witness of everybody. He is in the hearts of all. By virtue of just witnessing alone he experiences and he enjoys. For enjoyment you do not require anything more than just witnessing. The sense organs will create sensations. The mind will create sensations. But here by virtue of being consciousness, he eliminates the triputi in all the upadis. And therefore it includes all the Ignya Vishayas also, the objects of perception. And that way you figuratively in the secondary sense it is said that he experiences all the objects simultaneously. Experiencing is only by way of eliminating. Eliminating is by way of being consciousness that eliminates the tributi and through that eliminates everything. So Sarvatmatvena Sarvasakshitvam Eva. He being the self of all, he is the witness of everything. That is how he experiences, not in a physical sense. Physical sense, nobody can experience all the worlds and all the karmas. Sava Eshadivakyam. And so the on the page 423, the Vakya was 
Reveling is of the nature of passion, seeing them. That's what it is. Yeyate Brahmaloka, all these pleasures which are in Brahmaloka. With Brahmaloka, not that Brahma is Loka. Brahmaloka means in Brahman, in the one's own self. So Mahashagara says, Savayi. Muktaha Swarupa Apanha Avidyakrata Dehendriya Manobyukta Sarvatma Bhavam Apanha Sanna Ishaha Vyomavat Vishuddha Sarveshwaraha Mana Upadhi Sanna Ete naiva Ishwarena manasa Etan kaman Savitru prakashavada Nitya pratatena Darsanena Pashyana Ramate Savayasmin Savay Esha Videsha Mukta this liberated person, who is he? Swarupa apanna, one who has attained or abides, so Svena Rupena Avinishpadyade. He abides in his own true nature. Bhashakara says, Swarupa apanna, one has come back to his own nature, his own self. He has come back to his own self, that's all it is. So this is what is meant by the, what is that, that uh, in the Bible, the, uh, the son, you know, who, huh? prodigal son. The prodigal son goes away from his father and then comes back ultimately. So this also went away from Atma, ultimately came back. <coughs> so, Swarupa Apanna. One will attain one's own self. How is it? So, asmar dehat samuthaya, arising from this body, what does it mean? Avidyagrada dehendriya mano vyukta sanna vyukta. Arising from this body means what? Vyukta, who is separated from, disassociated from the dehendriya manaha the body, sense organs, mind. So, avidyagrata, 
this upadi, the body, sense organs, mind, which is product of ignorance, vyukta is no more associated with them, meaning that one is free from the identification with them. That's all. Atma is never joined with them anyway, but this samandha is, so sanyoga is adhyatmika, adhyasika samandha. So vyoga is samandha by way of knowledge. So when this wise person has given up the identification with Upadhi, it amounts to identifying with all the Upadhis. When a Vyo gives up identification with one name and form, it identified itself with water, in the cell of all. <coughs> so Sarvatmabhavam Apanna, one who has given up the Identification with one upadhi. Eva vidvan nama rupad vimukta. So, yathanadhyaya sindhimana samudri astam vichandi nama rupe vihaya. Just as the rivers that are flowing, when they meet the ocean, they give their names and forms. Astam gachandi, no more the riverness remains in them. <coughs> Eva meva vidvan. Nam Rupa Mukta. Similarly, Vidva, wise person, Nam Rupa Mukta. Like the river becomes free from the identification of name and form. What is it, Paramam? Parat Param Purusham Upayi Divyam. Attains the is, is divine nature, which is the, the limitless person, limitless self. So, this is how Sarvatmaham Apannasan. He is Sarvatma to begin with. But then, a Sarvatvam, that I am not Sarva, I am not all, is superimposed upon oneself because of one Upadhi. And so when that goes away, so, Aham Brahmasmi, Tasmat, Tatsatat, Saram, Abhavata, by virtue of the knowledge that I am Brahman, he became everything. Ishaha, Abhyomad, Vishuddha. This one, who is ever pure like space. So Mrutiya Doshamcha, his mind has become free from all the doshas, because all the doshas, the defects of blemishes are all born of ignorance. And just as the fire burns, the fuel to ashes also, the fire of knowledge, you know, so burns all ignorance also to ashes. Yathidamsi, Samit Dognihi, Basmasar, Kurdayajana, Jnāgni sarva karmāni vasmasār kurutetatha. Vyomabhas vishuddhaha. No impurity whatsoever left in him. Meaning that the identification of Upad is completely gone. That is impurity. Ultimate impurity is the ahankara, the sense of individuality arising from the identification of this body-mind sense complex. In the beginning, that identification is tamas, tamasic, strong, then rajasic, then sattvic, and then ultimately it has to go completely, then he abides in his. So, svarupapanna, no more identifying and no more, so even habitually going back to identification of the body, which attain, you know, abiding his own self. <coughs> Sarveshvaraha. He has become now the Ishvara, the Lord of all. 
మన ఉపాధి హీ స్టిల్ ఫంక్షన్స్ త్రూ హిస్ ఫ్యాకల్టీ ఆఫ్ మైండ్ మన వియుక్త ఈజ్ నో ఈజ్ సెపరేటెడ్ ఫ్రమ్ మైండ్ ఈజ్ నో మోర్ ఐడెంటిఫైడ్ ద మైండ్ ద వైస్ పర్సన్ కంటిన్యూస్ టు ఫంక్షన్ త్రూ ద మైండ్ అండర్స్టాండ్ ఫర్ వ్యవహార హీ రిక్వైర్స్ ఉపాధి ఫంక్షనింగ్ త్రూ ద ఉపాధి so some kind of working ego is there but not a real ego manupadisan etaneva ishwarena manasa the mind also that has become the lordly mind he himself becomes sarveshwara his mind also is mind of ishwara etan kaman pashyandramade all these objects of pleasure he revels enjoys them by virtue of seeing them how savitra prakashavat nitya pratatena darshanena his darshanam what nature of seeing is his seeing is that which in fact encompasses everything simultaneously like savitra prakashavat just as the light of the sun simultaneously illumines everything because the sun doesn't has to does you know does not has have to function through anything else in as much as we have to function through the various sense organs therefore our light is only limited to this five rays emerging from this five apertures but when you are no more identified with this body mind sense complex you are only functioning through the mind which is ever pure and free that mind becomes an instrument of seeing everything simultaneously that's called ishwarena manasa so there were nitya pratatena darshanena the darshanam was the seeing which is totally pervading which is all inclusive meaning in one sweep he sees everything just as we go into a jet plane in one sweep you see the entire forest similarly also in one sweep because he is not identified with one upadhi now identified with all therefore in one sweep he experiences everything we are seeing and experiencing ramate so this is how how he attains all the kamas and all the worlds is explained here by this we will continue <coughs> పూర్ణమిదూర్ణమిదర్చరేపూర్ణస్పూర్ణమాదాయపూర్ణమేవాశిష్యేంకరాచాయ్యం